Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pina, and I am bringing you today's word for December 18th, 2020. This is the last message of 2020. This is the last message of the year. And so what I did yesterday, I was, I was praying about it, and um, I went back yesterday, and I looked at some messages that I taught in January and February and March, and, and I gleaned some nuggets from those things, and we talked about it. And really, what really blessed me was how what I taught in January and February were preparing us for COVID and I didn't even know it, right? Because I mean, we didn't know COVID was coming, but God already knew. And actually, I'm going to talk about some of that today. So God has already been to our future. And so because he's already been to our future, we can rest in him and his sovereignty and his foreknowledge and all of that. And so uh, today I did the same thing. I went back and I looked at a message that I shared in April and then one in June and one in October. And then I'm going to share some thoughts from those messages and then provide you some final thoughts. The title of today's message is Lessons We Learned and Expectations We Have. I say again, lessons that we learned in 2020 and expectations that we have moving forward. Let's close out this year strong. Let's get ready for next year. The best is yet to come. So what does this mean for you today? I have four things I want to share with you this morning. I'm going to, the first three things are going to be things that I taught early in the year. We're going to like go back and get a recap and get that down in our heart. And then the last one is really just kind of the final recap for the year. You ready? Four things. Number one, here we go. This year, we learn that God is looking for faithfulness and consistency from us. And this is important because a lot of times people focus on what they're looking for from God. God, do this. God, do that. God, do this for me. God, do that for me. They come to God like he's Santa and they come with a list like, you know, give me, give me, give me like, you know, all of that. But what is God looking for from us? This year, I did a lot of teaching on faith and patience. I've I've taught on this before, but I drove home this message this year in Hebrews 6 and 12. The Bible says, we don't want to be lazy. We want you to be like those who went before us and who through faith and patience were able to get what God promised. You want what God promised? Then you can't be lazy. You have to exercise faith and then add patience to your faith. In Proverbs 26, the Bible says, Solomon said, most men will proclaim their own goodness. (laughs) Like, you know, most men will say, I'm good, you know, but Solomon said, a faithful man who can find. Like, I mean, if there's one thing that's hard to find is somebody who's really faithful. Like, no kidding, consistent, faithful, day in, day out, faithful. Uh, Solomon said, a faithful man is hard to find. I may not be a lot of things. I'm not the smartest. I'm not the strongest. I'm not, you know, a, a million things that I'm not. But one thing I am is consistent. <laughs> and so at least with me, you, you know what you got. You know what you got. When you talk to Rick Pina, you're going to get Rick Pina, and you're pretty much going to get the same thing day in and day out. At least with me, you know what you got is about faithfulness is about consistency. We learned about faith and patience this year. Now, what is patience? Let's do a recap. In April, I taught this message 
a, a, a message about how God is looking for faithfulness and consistency from us. And I, and I define patience. I said, what is patience? Most people think of patience as simply waiting. Like, you know, I'm going to wait, I'm going to suffer, and I'm going to suffer long. Like, but the word patience in Hebrew 6 and 12 is a Greek word that's a compound word, hupomone. Hupo means the, a position, right? So it's under. The word hupo means under. And then mone uh, is a word that means constant and consistent. So basically, it means like you are under, like your position is constant. Your position is consistent. It is steadfastness. It's, uh, and it is the ability to endure. It's, it's, it's the characteristic of a man or woman who's not swerved from their purpose or their loyalty to faith, despite challenges and suffering. This is patient endurance. This is perseverance. This is sustaining for the long haul. So based on that, uh, I define patience as two things. One, the ability to remain the same internally, no matter what's happening externally. And then two, very simply, the force of consistency. At the end of the day, biblical patience is the force of consistency. Patience is more than just waiting on something to happen. Patience is being consistent while you wait. Patience is being the same person day in and day out. No matter what happens on the outside, I'm going to get up with a spring in my step, with a song in my heart, with a smile on my face, with a word on my lips. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to get up the same way every day, faithfully consistent, consistent with God, knowing that God, yes, things are going to change on the outside and every day is not going to be a day that I would like, but I am not going to be moved by, by my day. I'm going to tell my day what kind of day it's going to be. God is looking for faithfulness and consistency from us. People like to hear about, oh, God, you be faithful towards me. And God is faithful, but God is also looking for faithfulness from us. And so this year, we learned about this faithfulness and consistency. This year, we learned that God is looking for that from us day in and day out. Solomon, uh, uh, the, the wisest man in the Bible, he was a king. And here he, in Proverbs 26, I already read it for you, but people were standing before Solomon every day. People were coming for, uh, to him, heads of state, all other kind of people. He's interacting with people. He has lots of money. He was super rich. He was the richest man in the world at the time. So he could find whatever he wanted just about. But he, he said, you know what? You know what's hard to find? What's hard to find is somebody who's really faithful. <laughs> and so at, at the end of the day, you want to be faithful towards God. Now, yes, great is your faithfulness towards me, oh God, right? So God is faithful towards us, but are you being faithful towards him? Are you faithful to God day in and day out? That's a lesson that we learned this year. You got it? All right, number two. Another lesson that we learned this year uh, is about the peace that we can find in our knowledge of God's foreknowledge. Let me say that again. There's a peace that you can find when you have knowledge of God's foreknowledge. In June, I taught a message about sovereignty and chaos. Uh, so, so basically what happened, like, you know, so in June, there was a lot going on. And so when I said, look, we got to take a step back from everything that's going on, even when things seem like they're going haywire, and just remember that God is still God, that God is still sitting on the throne. No matter what you're facing this morning, God, I said, God has not changed. His word has not changed. His promises have not changed. As long as those things are intact, everything else is temporary. Never make permanent decisions based on temporary circumstances. I said, God has foreknowledge of everything. 
everything that's going to happen, and he knows what's going to happen before it happens. He knows your thoughts before you think them, your words before you speak them, your actions before you take them. There's nothing that God does not know. And so when God spoke to you about your future, he did so with a complete foreknowledge of everything that was going to happen, and he promised it, it to you anyway. So his foreknowledge of what was going to happen should give you peace. This is how Jesus was able to sleep through a storm. Remember, God, the Holy Spirit tells Jesus, hey, we're going to the other side. Jesus tells the disciples, hey, we're going to the other side. He gets on the boat and he goes to sleep. He's in the hinder part of the boat asleep. And the Bible says on a pillow, just kind of threw that in there. So, you know, he was knocked out. And, and so he's knocked out sleeping in the middle of a storm when other people think that they were going to die. He was sleeping. Why? Because he had foreknowledge of what God already said. We're going to the other side. I don't care. Come hell or high water. We are going to the other side. So then in June, I said this, God did not put COVID-19 on us. He did not stir up racial unrest in the United States. He is not manipulating the markets and causing the economy to go down. But God already knew that we would be here. He was not caught off guard. He was not surprised. God already knew that everything uh, would, would happen, all of this stuff that's happening. Therefore, every promise that God made you, he made it with the foreknowledge of what was going to happen and his promise is still valid. Everything he said is still going to come to pass. So listen, you don't have to worry about it. Everything God spoke over your business, your finances, your health, your family is still a valid promise. Why? Because God is still God. Nothing has changed. His promises are still true. His, pro his power is still immeasurable. His grace is still sufficient. So what God is looking for from you is faith. Faith to believe that God has a plan. Faith to believe that God's hand is still on your life and everything that God said shall come to pass. Why? Because Numbers 23 and 19 says that God is not a man that he should lie. Neither is he the son of man that he should repent. If he said it, he shall perform it. If he declared it, he shall bring it to pass. Everything God said over you in your life through the Holy Spirit shall come to pass. Say amen to that. You cannot be moved by what's happening out here in this world. You can only be moved by God. All right. Number three, I said <laughs> in October, I taught a message about faith through the unexpected. And what, another lesson that we learned this year is that God is your source. Say God is my source. Yeah, God is your source source. So when God speaks, this is what I said in October. I said, when God speaks to you with a certain level of clarity, uh, you get excited about it. You, you tell your friends, you tell your spouse, hey, I got a word from God. God gave me a word. Girl, God gave me this word. Hey, hey, dude, let me holler at you. What's up? God gave me a word. And then you get a word, you write it down, you decree, you declare, you sow a seed toward it. And you're like, it's only a matter of time before I see what God said. Well, that sounds true. The reality is that you don't know when God is going to do it. And so, so unless God tells you when, you don't know when. And because you don't know when, then, you know, our humanity kicks in and we're always trying to speculate as humans. And since we don't know when, now we know what God said, it, but we don't know when. And since we don't know when and we don't know how, then we're always looking for ways. We're always like imagining and speculating and anticipating. And if you're anything like me, you, you start to like imagine how God is going to do it. Maybe he's going to do it through this person. And that person calls you and you get excited. And then you answer, yes. And then it's not that. They called you for something else. And then you hang up the phone, dog. 
and, and oh, maybe it's going to happen this way. And you get excited. And then you have, go into that meeting and, and that, that's not it. And you leave and you're like, dog. Right? And so then you get your hopes up. And then after you get your hopes up, you get a letdown. And then you get a letdown and you're frustrated. And you, you, you maybe have an intense fellowship with God. And then in that moment, the Holy Spirit says, now, why are you getting upset? It's not like I ever said I was going to do it that way. Now, I told you what I'm going to do. I didn't tell you how I was going to do it. And I didn't tell you when it's going to happen. And so I told you it's going to happen. You have to believe that it's going to happen. But unless I tell you when, you don't know when. Unless I tell you how, you don't know how. And so this whole process kind of repeats itself over and over and over again. You get your hopes up. Uh, you, you start speculating. And then it doesn't happen. And then you get upset. And then you get your hopes down and all of that. And the Holy Spirit reminds you, I never said it. And all of that. So my point is that while you're going through all of that, your confidence still has to be in God. You know that greater is coming for you. And as long as you know that my, listen, while I'm going through all of this, God is my source. I'm looking to him for all things. So if, if you're not, uh, uh, when I taught this message back in October, I said, hey, before I close, the Holy Spirit wants me to make one last point. God is your source. This means that you are not your source. So the, and other people are not your source. And then I explained that. I said, the problem a lot of times is that we try to get worked up over things because we don't really believe that God is our source. It's like, we don't really want to rest in God's sovereignty and his goodness. So sometimes we think, okay, I'm going to do it. Like, I'm, I'm, like, like Abraham and Sarah, remember? Oh, God is taking too long. Let's come up with a plan B. You mess around, come up with a plan B. You're going to have to deal with the, 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 the repercussions of that plan B, like the Israelites are still dealing with today with Muslims because of that plan B. So anyway, don't come up with a plan B. If God said it, he will do it. But sometimes this is what, we ha what happens is sometimes you kind of think that you're your source or other people. So if you think that you're the source, like, you know, you, God is not the source, you start saying stuff like, all right, what do I need to do to make it happen? And now you get out there ahead of God. And then you take on the pressure to perform. And so now you're, putting, you're taking on undue stress to try to make something happen that God has said, I'm going to make it happen. Now, if God wants you to do something to bring it to pass, he'll tell you, right? That's, that's the life of faith. But you, you start saying stuff like, how am I going to do this? How am I going to bring this to pass? How am I going to... And you're taking on pressure to perform. And, and what's going to happen is you're going to get stressed out. And that's where you don't want to be. This is where you can get frustrated, disillusioned. Your body can break down. You lose sleep. Why? Because you're taking on pressure to do something that God never told you to do. And then if other people, if you see other people as your source then you're going to have a letdown there too because you're going to put your confidence in them and people will let you down. So now you're putting your confidence in them and you're getting your hopes up and your expectations that they're going to do something when they never said they were going to do it. They don't even know what you're talking about. Like they don't even know the conversation that you're having between you and God. So you're putting pressure on God to do something through someone who doesn't even know what you're doing. And so now you're putting confidence in them. And if you do that, if you put confidence in men, men are going to let you down. And so no, God is your source. Your confidence has to be in God and in God alone. In 2020, if there's one thing that you learn, I hope that you learn that God is your source. You are not your source. Other people are not your source. God is your source. You got it? All right. Number four and finally, last point for today. Uh, and it's not something that I taught before. This is a like wrap up. So final thoughts for 2020 and getting ready for 2021. This year taught us that life is not always going to be easy. But God never promised an easy path to our purpose. But if there's one thing that 2020 taught us is that life is not always going to be easy. That, that God reveals things to us well before they happen 
or will happen, and that, that it requires faith and patience from us. That God will tell you something, and just because God told you, and you really heard it, and you wrote it down, and you, it's very, very clear, that doesn't mean that it's going to happen tomorrow. You got, but we also learned that if you hold on long enough, like Joseph held on for 20 years, <laughs> like Joshua held on for 40 years, like Caleb held on for 45 years for his mountain, like David held on for 20 years for the throne. If you hold on long enough, you will see what God said. Now, I know you don't like what I just said. I'm talking about 20 years, 40 years, 45 years. People today can't wait 45 days. Like, I mean, like, like if something hasn't, if something is taken 45 days and hasn't happened yet, they go, oh, maybe I just miss God and they move on. Listen, I don't know what Bible you're reading, but our God is a God that operates in his timing and you got to set your, your watch of expectation to God's clock of manifestation. So another thing that we learned is that even when things externally go crazy, like the economy did this year, like social unrest did this year. Uh, like, you know, a global pandemic. So if we spend time with the Holy Spirit, I said this earlier, I'm going to say it again. If you spend time with the Holy Spirit, then you can actually sleep through the storm like David did. You can, you can be in the middle of the same storm as other people. And while they're freaking out, you're like knocked out. You're, you're not moved. You can have peace in the middle of, of a situation where everybody else is spazzing out. You know why? Because you know God is your source, because you know that God has spoken to you, because you have intimacy with the Holy Spirit, and you're not moved. You're at peace. You can have peace on the inside no matter what's going on on the outside. So looking back over 2020, we can now open up our hearts to 2021. Last things I'll say for the year. Last few points. You got it? Look at me. First thing, God is a God of progression and not regression. With God, the best is yet to come, always. I'm always moving forward and not backward. There's, there's one direction I refuse to go, and that is backwards, <laughs> right? So with God, it's forward ever, backward never. The best is yet to come. Now, another thing is that when you walk with God, despite challenges, you can ev enter every day looking up and not down, looking forward and not backward. Why? Because you know that God is, is moving you forward. There's, there's a sense of progression when you're being led of the Holy Spirit, no matter what's happening, there's a sense of progression. And that sense of progression keeps you going. If 2020 taught you anything, it is that God is with you every step of the way. He will never turn his back on you. He will never relax the grip that he has on you. He will never leave you. He will never forsake you. Listen, God is with you. And the fact that God is with you, his presence gives you access to his power, but his presence also gives you his peace. And so you can enter into God's rest when you know that God is on you and in you and with you and for you, no matter what's going to happen. No matter what's happening on the outside, I'm at peace because I know that God is with me. And the last thing that I will say for the year, as far as today's word is concerned, as I sign off, look at me. Last thing I'll say, I want you to receive this in your spirit. Greater is coming for you. Let's close this message out with a declaration of faith. I want you to lift up your voice and declare this over your life. Say, Father, I thank you for teaching me a great deal about faith and patience this year. You reveal things to me well before you're going to manifest them. This, put, this puts me in a position to believe and also to wait. I have learned to do both. It is through faith and patience that I will obtain your promises. No matter what comes my way, my eyes are on you. 
no matter what my future holds, I know you've already been there. And since you are not moved, then I'm not moved by the events of this present world. You are my source and my supply. You supply all my need. You make all grace abound toward me that I will always have all sufficiency in all things at all times. I am able to meet the needs of my household and also to give to every good and charitable work that you lead me to because you're my source. You get me to the point where I understand money as a ministry and you bless me, Father, to fund kingdom projects all over the world. So I thank you for the lessons you taught me in 2020 and I am excited about 2021. I will finish this year strong I will keep my heart open for what is next because you've already been to 2021 and I know it's going to be good. So I boldly declare greater is coming for me. I declare this by faith in Jesus name. Amen. This is today's word. So please apply it and Prosper. If you're not getting these messages, go to todaysword.org, click on the subscribe button, put in your email address. You'll get all my notes every day in your email inbox for free. Listen, I'm signing off for the year. I want you to know that I love you. I appreciate you. I pray for you. I thank God for you. Thank you for allowing me to speak into your life. If this message or any of the messages have been a blessing to you, please leave me some comments in the chat. Once again, let me know how long you've been getting today's word. A lot of you have been getting today's word for a long time. So thank you. I, I really appreciate you. I thank God for you. As you close out 2020, take some time to reflect. Uh, open up your heart to believe for 2021. I'll see you in the new year. Uh, like the first Monday of 2021 will start. And uh, I just want you to know that God loves you, that God made plans for you from the foundations of the world. Please open up your heart to those plans. If uh, this message has been a blessing to you, share it, please share it right now. And then also uh, leave me some comments in the chat. Have an amazing end of 2020 and open up your heart to what's next. Greater is coming for you. God bless you. From my family to yours, Merry Christmas.